want to go in there, Mr. Clark, it stinks. My, my, my. Aren't you my little songbirds from the cafeteria? Weren't they with you? Who, these guys? <laughs> well, I'm sure you've learned the school song by now. You better know it. Because this time, if you don't get it right, you're suspended for 10 days each. Now, is that clear? Is that clear? Yes, sir. All right, then. School song. Let me hear it. All right, fellas. Let them hear it. Hey, son. Before, 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 before
Censored, man. Check this out. I got a lot to get off my chest. This episode is called Everybody Got a Podcast. Everybody Got a Podcast. I hate y'all niggas. I really do. Because this is why. All these people that say, you know, everybody got a podcast now, wish they had a podcast. Number one. Number two. It's actually people out here with good podcasts. I happen to be one of them, but you already know what it is. Right? Right. Um, I also hate these people that be shitting on dreams. You know, I've always dreamed of having my own talk show. You know what I'm talking about? Having my own radio show or something like that. That's one of my dreams, y'all. And, you know, I can't stand those people, man. Now, is there podcasts out there that I can't stand? Yes, we will get to that. I got a lot to get off my chest today, baby. But I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Don't let these people fucking stop you, bro. If you want if you want a podcast and you want to have one of the dopest podcasts in the world... Go for your dream, man. Fuck these other people. Fuck these everybody got a podcast, bitch, moist-ass niggas, man. They ain't got nothing to do with their time but the shit on your dreams because they dreams never manifested. And that's my first TED Talk because I got many TED Talks here. All right? So check this out. So... I finally found the name of that yelling and screaming nigga, the fake Derek Jackson. I finally found the guy's name, and it's Ace Metaphor. That's the guy that I hate and I that I can't stand. You know what type of podcast I can't stand the most? It's those relationship podcasts. Everybody swear to God that they're relationship experts. And Ace Metaphor is the number one target of mine. You know, I couldn't wait until Derrick Jackson's downfall. I couldn't wait. And then to find out that he's actually a cheater and cheated on his wife and made her watch his sex tapes with other women. I couldn't wait for Derrick Jackson to fall off because he was giving women ill-fated advice. And just contributed to this simp culture. For those that ask, what is a simp? A simp is a person that has no self-respect for themselves and will let other people or the opposite sex or the same sex, depending on your preference, run all over you. You have no say in your relationship. You got no backbone. You just... A background singer, basically. Nobody came to see you, Otis. That's what you is. That's what a simp is. And Ace Metaphor is like the new Derek Jackson and the new leader of simp culture. 
Now does Ace Metaphor have decent advice sometimes? But the thing that pisses me off the most is the yelling. Why are you yelling? The, if I want to hear somebody yelling, I can listen to Meek Mill. And Stephen A does enough yelling for the whole black community. But nigga, if I want relationship advice from a so-called expert, I don't want the motherfucker yelling and screaming at me. I'm going to think you, we, that we got a problem. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that. I don't like Ace Metaphor. I don't like that guy. I hate him. I can't stand him. And he is causing a problem in the relationship community, especially the black relationship community, man. Because everybody swears they're a relationship expert. They swear they know everything and they know the God's gospel. Like, and then fresh and fit. I don't like them niggas, man. I like some, I mean, sometimes their show can be entertaining or whatnot. It can be funny at times. But I can tell you them fresh and fit niggas, they was not getting bitches in high school, bro. They were getting turned down. And you know what they did when they were older? They decided to get revenge on those women that turned them down back in the day. But for all the shit that Fresh and Fit talk, I want to see their women. What does your woman look like? Number one, you can tell a lot by a nigga by his woman. You can tell a lot about you can tell the story about a nigga by his woman. I want to see these guys' women. Not the chicks that you knock down. I'm talking about the main piece. I want to see the main piece. If your main piece is popping, I right, then. My bad. You got it, big dog. But for all the shit that Ace Metaphor, Fresh and Fit, I mean, I seen Derrick Jackson's woman. His woman was okay. She was halfway decent. I would date her. But the nigga was a cheater and offering advice like this nigga was God's child. You understand what I'm saying? But I want to see a lot of these relationship experts, girlfriends, or main pieces to see if it matches the advice that you give. I just want to know something. Are you what you say you are? Because I'm not a relationship expert. I ain't had no decent relationship. Not a good one. So I feel like I'm not qualified to offer advice. This is why I do sports. This is why I do entertainment. This is why I do drugs. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But anyway, right? All jokes aside. I can't stand y'all. I mean, I like Kevin Samuels podcast. A lot of y'all women going to be mad, but I did because it balanced out the entertainment value with the good advice. I like Kevin. Rest in peace. I remember I ain't forgot that y'all celebrated that man's death. 
I ain't forget about that. That y'all celebrated this man's passing. That's terrible, man. Like, y'all celebrated Kevin Samuel's death. But y'all said that Pee Wee Herman died, who was a registered sex offender. What kind of shit is that? I'm not saying that Paul Rubens deserved to die, R.I.P. and all that. But I'm I'm calling out your fucked up logic behind these things, man. Straight like that. Y'all celebrated a man's death that was trying to save black relationships. Who was telling overconfident people, who was humbling overconfident people. You may have not liked the way that Kevin Samuels delivered his advice, but he left a lot of jewels. Pause. Which is a great transition point. Non-hip-hop publications. We here to talk today, man. I know I just talked about Ace Metaphor yelling, but I know, my bad. But I'm excited because I got a lot on my chest that's been infiltrating my mind that I had to get out to my uh, people. Stop messing with non-hip-hop publications. Stop fucking with Billboard. Stop fucking with Rolling Stone. They don't know shit about rap music and black music. I'll be looking at their panels every year. And even the black people that they choose to be on their panel don't look like they know shit about boxing. Stop fucking with Pitchfork for your music ratings. I mean, does Complex still relate, uh, 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 review albums? I mean, I fuck with B. Miller to an extent. I would go to him over. I disagree with a lot that uh, B. Miller uh, says about rap and things of that nature, but at least B. cares about the culture. At least B. Miller cares. You know what I'm saying? Fuck with people that actually give a shit about the culture. Like, I don't even know who does album reviews these days that actually, you know, cares about rap. And I understand an album review is one man's opinion, but I'm just talking about individuals that actually care. But stop fucking with non-hip-hop publications and stop falling for their bullshit because their objective is to cause controversy, is to make y'all react angry. Because, you know, me, what I do is I look at they shit and laugh. I'm not going to front. I be cracking up looking at these niggas. Like, I seen Pitchfork, a.k.a. Bitchfork, give Peppa Pig album a higher rating than Utopia. Come on, man. A kid's album. 
Yes, I'm yelling. Yes, I'm a hypocrite. Fuck y'all. But that's a problem. I remember them giving a Jack Harlow album a terrible rating. I'm not the biggest Jack Harlow fan, but it didn't deserve that. They gave it an awful rating. And I can just tell that they don't listen to music. They just skim through it. That's what I notice about niggas, man. Which leads me to my next segment, right? Stop grouping me with the get off my lawn niggas. I'm tired of y'all. Just because I care about the culture, just because I'm overprotective over the culture, doesn't mean I'm a get off my lawn nigga. Now, Aerie Spears, that's a get off my lawn ass nigga. I at least try to give new hip hop a chance. But however, you seen them 2023 Double XL freshmen? couldn't get through the video someone sent me a video of some of the freshmen and I was just like ill rookie of the year is gonna be tough this year for the king known awards the 10th annual by the way 10th annuals coming in October by the way Yes, there are, you know, even I have limits to where it's like, I'm not even going to give it a chance. You know, I listened to about 175 to maybe over 200 albums per year. But, man, this is crazy. Like, I'm not a get-off-my-lawn-ass nigga. Like, I respect all eras of music. Like, I respect the 80s. I respect the 90s. I respect the 2000, 2010, 2020s. I'll be trying, and then I'll actually give y'all a review. But if an artist didn't live up to the hype I'm probably not going to check them out twice and that's just um, the way I am now I saw something I saw an article that troubled me that people are hating on Hit Boys production on Magic 2. I gotta find that article. I got I got to, man, because I heard a story about people hating on Hit Boy and his beats. Okay, here we go. I found it. 
Hitboy fires back at failed journalist for dissing Hitboy's production. Oh, actually, it was a Twitter user. Okay, because Hitboy actually responds on Twitter. He's one of the few celebrities that will actually retweet you and respond to you. D-Max Bell. It says D-Max B, right? Only Nas, who hasn't picked an album's worth of great beats since 1994, will make five albums of loading screen beats from this era's least inspired producers? Oh, wow. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. What was Hit Boy's response? The L.A. beat maker responded in the comments, coming from a failed journalist and a failed musician. Tough. Great response. And another person responded, a Grammy win, two Grammy nominations, three number one albums, the highest rated album on Metacritic this decade, and Hit Boy named Producer of the Year 2022 by multiple, multiple industry publications, including me. The game has passed you by, son. It's not Nas's fault your favorite rapper can't keep up with him. Ooh, that was a great response by that Twitter user right there. I agree with Hitboy. It's like, who the fuck are you talking to? And who are you to criticize two greats at what they do? Who is on one of the better runs in hip-hop history right now? The run is so good that I'm putting Nas as my GOAT right now over my favorite rapper. It's like, who are you? Again, we have what we call music skimmers. They call Hit Boys beats loading screen beats. So disrespectful, man. Hella disrespectful. To the God Hit Boy and to the God Nas. That's terrible to hear, man. That these type of people out here with basically no music sense and opinion are out here. And this is what I'm be trying to defend the culture against. People ask me why. My opinions are so strong and why I defend hip-hop and why I be trying to save hip-hop. Niggas like this is why. Ignorant niggas like this is why. You understand what I'm saying? But anyway. So, back on that basketball shit. LeBron James, uh-oh. Oh, I know a lot of y'all not going to like this. I know y'all not. But I'm going to try to keep it G. But they... Oh, LeBron, 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 LeBron James. God damn. Don't tell me that the LeBron James I Promise School is really fair east side high. Y'all remember the beginning of Lean On Me? Where niggas was smoking crack in the bathroom. And the girl got assaulted and shit. And Sam's got thrown in the locker. That's what they saying at LeBron James I Promise School is. 
So, this is a report here about the pro progression of LeBron James I Promise School because a lot of y'all niggas, man, when he first opened this school, y'all hyped this shit up. Y'all hyped this shit up like a Drake album, basically. Y'all was on this man dick like a porn star when he opened this school up. This nigga, they was like, oh man, he the first athlete to open a school. Forgetting, the, even going as far as to forget that Jalen Rose did this way before him. And uh, Jalen Rose has a high graduation rate, by the way. <laughs> Just wanted to let y'all know that at his charter school here in Detroit. He thought he was Jalen Rose, y'all. So, Akron Public School Board members are outraged with LeBron's I Promise School in Akron, Ohio, after it was reported that the school hasn't had one student from its eighth grade class pass a state math test in over three years. Damn! What type of math is they teaching over there? Number one, they teaching that new math? Because I seen that new math. I was like, oh, hell no. It also says that their first year in the school, when they were in the third grade, 17% of the class tested proficient in math. This is what the Akron Beacon Journal reported. The same hate. This is facts. The following year, there were no tests because of COVID. And ever since, they have not had one student pass the test. So, COVID was 2020. So, they ain't had one student pass a math test since 2020. And on eight, I mean, and on English tests this spring, only 8% of I Promise students tested proficient. Damn. Wow. All I can say is, if you not strong, then I'll be your friend. <laughs> I'll help you carry on at ass school. Damn fair east side high. You hate to see it. Mm, mm, mm. Can't do it all, big baby. You can't do everything in this world. There are some things that you have to leave to other people. Like, you can't have your homeboys from the block <laughs> teaching classes at school. You know what I'm saying? Gotta hire teachers that are inspired. You know what I mean? We gotta do better. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I'ma just leave it at that, man. I'ma leave it alone, man. This shit is too funny. And, and it's a damn shame at the same time, too. Shaking my motherfucking head. Speaking of LeBron, though, LeBron hasn't had surgery on his tendon in his foot. Why is that? Meanwhile, you know, I seen footage of him practicing recently doing turnaround jump shots with that tendon foot in the air. Which leads me to another question. Was he even hurt at all to begin with? A lot of people that I know questioned whether he was even hurt. 
I mean, I thought he was hurt because he kept tweaking. He kept injuring that same foot. You know, and Kendrick Perkins was gung-ho. Oh, man. LeBron was playing on a torn tendon in the foot. He was playing on a torn tendon in the foot, man. That's why he was the... Uh, he was the... You know what I'm saying? Perk on Perkies was gung-ho about this shit. Hella gung-ho about how hurt their king was in the playoffs. But he didn't miss a game in the playoffs. He didn't even show signs that he was even injured in the playoffs. So I don't know. He's going to have to have that surgery to prove that that injury was a fake or whether it was real or not. Let me say that. I don't know. It's not looking too good for your king right now, (laughs) for your God, for your goat. Not looking too good for him lately. Speaking of bronze sexuals, Mark Jackson got fired. Yes! Thank you, Jesus. You know, Mark Jackson's so heavy into that religion. You know what I mean? God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. Mama, there goes that man off my motherfucking TV. You know, when he first came into the game, Mark Jackson was a dope uh, sportscaster in the beginning. But then, you know, when he had that brief stint at Clutch Sports and then, you know, the Warriors ended up firing him, he took it personal. Because I seen his commentary throughout the 2016 finals or 2017 finals. It was one of those years. And he was just completely disrespectful to the Golden State Warriors. Now, before them clutch checks came in, because everybody want to say, oh, man, Mark Jackson was never with clutch. Well, if so, then why does Rich Paul say that he was a former client of theirs? He may not be on the clutch payroll right now, but some of his commentary, you know, as of the last couple years, you know, I just put the TV on Merc. I Merc the TV. <laughs> you got to press Merc. Because <laughs> it was just like this nigga would bring up LeBron James when two other teams is playing. Can you talk about the teams that's actually playing basketball, bro? Do we have to hear about this nigga all the fucking time, dude? There are other teams and there are other great players that play basketball, too. It's one thing to praise somebody. It's one thing to be a fan of somebody. And it's another to take it way too far. But yes, I'm celebrating. I'm not getting no champagne. Um, He is being replaced with Doc, uh, with Doc Rivers. So Doc Rivers and Doris Burke are going to be doing the NBA announcing together. And I like Doris, Doris Burke. Doris Burke's solid. You know, um, Rivers and Doris Burke are going to do the NBA Finals now. 
But damn, so they fired Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy. That is kind of messed up. Despite me not caring for Mark Jackson's uh, sports commentary. I don't like how they blackballed Mark Jackson from coaching. He was an excellent coach. I'll give him that. But honestly, I'm glad I ain't got to fucking hear this motherfucker, man. Doing the Gawk Gawk 5000 on they, on they porcelain god. You underdig? Yeah, and then um, the ESPN power rankings have come out. And they ranked my Detroit Pistons 30th. They saying that we going to be the worst team in the league? Oh, wow. That's interesting. Very interesting. I don't think we're going to be the worst team in the league. I just don't. I think we'll be a lot better than what they advertise. I think we'll be better than advertised. But um, let me take a look at these uh, ESPN power rankings. Because they just came out. Let's see, we got the defending champs at number one, Denver Nuggets. We got the Milwaukee Bucks, shockingly, at number two. When was this? Okay, this was July 30th, 2023. Okay, this is the right one. Just double checking, y'all. Let's check it out. Bucks are kind of high, even though I did, you know, think, I think, I do think they're at least top six, top seven team in the world right now. Boston Celtics at number three. I would probably rank them over Milwaukee. That's just me. Phoenix Suns, number four. Okay. Miami Heat, number five. Okay. Philadelphia 76ers at six. A little bit high. They're higher than the Lakers. Oh, wow. That's very interesting. I wouldn't rank Philly above the Lakers. That's just me. Maybe it's me. I don't know. Golden State Warriors at number eight. Wow. Cleveland Cavaliers at nine. Y'all got Cleveland over Memphis? I don't know about that. Even though Cleveland did get better, they are better. I'll give them that. Cleveland is a better team. Uh, The Clippers at 11. Sacramento Kings at 12. New York Knicks at 13. Not that. Dallas at 14. Uh, I think this is kind of disrespectful. Oklahoma City Thunder at 15. Minnesota Timberwolves 16. New Orleans Pelicans 17. Atlanta Hawks at 18. Mm, know about that one. Brooklyn Nets at 19. Utah at number 20 is kind of disrespectful in my opinion. Indiana Pacers at 21. Chicago Bulls 22. Orlando Magic 23. Houston Rockets 24. Toronto Raptors 25, San Antonio Spurs 26, Charlotte Hornets. Are you serious? The Charlotte Hornets are ranked above us? Fuck out of here. The Portland Trailblazers at 28, bro. Y'all wildin'. Especially if they keep Dane. Washington Wizards at 29. I think they're higher than 29, in my opinion. 
Maybe it's me. And they got my wonderful Detroit Pistons at number 30. My thoughts on these power rankings. The rankings are a little bit janky. I don't think Detroit will be the worst team. However, um, Nuggets at number one is fair. De uh, Milwaukee's a little bit too high. Not going to cap for the people. Um, Boston Celtics should be number two. Phoenix at four. I think that's fair. I like that. Miami at five. I don't know. They did lose some key components. I mean, Jamie Wakez Jr. is an excellent replacement for Gabe Vincent. I think Wakez is better than game, but Gabe Vincent already. Call me crazy. Philly at six is ridiculous. Lakers at seven. I think that's about right. That's perfect. Golden State in that top 10, I don't have a problem with. Cleveland at 9, I definitely have a problem with. Cleveland being ranked higher than Memphis. Memphis should be maybe top 5. Clippers at 11, Kings. I think all the rest of these, with the exception of maybe Dallas and Detroit, are the only ones I disagree on. Let me see. Is that my show for today? Yes. That is my show for the day. I want to thank y'all for listening to me and fucking with me. I appreciate all my supporters, followers on TikTok, YouTube, all that. This is King Known Uncensored. Everybody got a podcast, and I'm gone.